0: Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called The DMV Download, where we take a more in depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Case from 1993. Also ahead.
1: Local health experts answer your questions about monkeypox. I'm Alicia Abelson.
0: A pedestrian zone kicks off in Adams Morgan. I'm John Aaron. Why well, you can expect to see a lot more police officers around area schools in the coming days. I'm Mike Marilla. One o'clock. This is CBS News on the hour, presented by Indeed.com.
1: I'm Tom Fotey in Washington. Southern Texas first, northern Texas later. Now in line to get much-needed rain. The problem is it could be coming a bit too much too quickly. Here's reporter Chris Fox. Tropical storm warnings led Governor Greg Abbott to mobilize
0: the Texas Division of Emergency Management to assist communities dealing with heavy rains, flash flooding, with potential for damaging winds and large hail in parts of South Texas, West Texas, and the Panhandle into the start of the week. Meteorologist Tom Hale is with KRLD Radio and when this heavy rain hits the lower valley of Texas, we're going to see sheet wash and flash flooding. Sandbag efforts are already underway in El Paso. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. The
1: next court action in the FBI search of ex-president Trump's Florida estate is now scheduled for late this coming week. And with more, here's correspondent Natalie Brand.
0: The magistrate judge in Florida has given the Justice Department until next Thursday to submit proposed redactions to this affidavit before deciding whether any part of it could be unseen. The DOJ has said releasing it could serve as a roadmap to what's ahead, but media organizations, including CBS News, have argued for transparency, saying it's in the public's interest.
1: And related to that, CBS News learns Trump's legal team plans to file a motion to have an independent reviewer appointed to evaluate those documents seized by the FBI. The Justice Department is expected to oppose that. There's not much information, but a long Islamist militant siege has ended with dozens dead in Somalia. That is in East Africa. Developments in the Ukraine war. Russia claiming it has shot down Ukrainian drones in Crimea, Crimea, an area both countries claim as their own, but now under Russian control. Ukraine continues nuisance attacks on symbolic Russian targets, some of them in Crimea, like the Russian Naval Headquarters. Also growing concern about that huge Ukrainian nuclear plant now under Russian control because of attacks around it. Experts warn of a major risk of a nuclear disaster there. And related to that war, but back here. Several doctors in Phoenix, Arizona, including acute care surgeon Dr. Narav Patel, are offering virtual trauma care training to doctors and nurses treating war injuries in Ukraine. These are health care professionals who do not have trauma as part of their formal training, yet are the ones who are on the front line uh, providing this care. The training includes the treatment of blast wounds, treatment of burns, and mental health trauma. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Results from eight of nine, Kansas counties that recounted ballots shows fewer than 25 changed votes from that August 2nd balloting when Kansas voters soundly rejected a proposed amendment to remove abortion rights. This is CBS News.
0: Hire with minimal effort and max speed with Indeed. Their hiring solution platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com credit. 103, Sunday morning, August 21st, 2022, 75 in the nation's capital. Few clouds, but nice overnight, down into the 70s for a low. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. A 71-year-old woman is dead after being caught in a crossfire in a shooting in Prince George's County. Here's WTOP's Dick Giuliano. Deborah Armstrong was shot to death at the intersection of Martin Luther King Jr. Highway and Business Parkway in Lanham. Police say it was a shooting between two vehicles. Armstrong was a passenger in an uninvolved vehicle. Police don't believe she was the intended target of the shooting. Prince George's County Executive Angela Also Brooks says, we're heartbroken and outraged to learn of the death of an innocent 71-year-old woman. Police have posted a $25,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of the shooters. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A possible break in a nearly 30 year old cold case in the district. 39 year old Deborah McManus of D.C. was found strangled to death at the corner of 4th and Trenton Streets in Southeast. Police have arrested 58 year old William Ransford. He's been charged with second degree murder. Deborah McManus was found unresponsive in the woods in October of 1993. It's 104. With the number of monkeypox cases in Maryland rising, Montgomery County is pulling together a group of health experts To answer your questions.
1: A virtual town hall on monkeypox hosted by Montgomery County will be held on Monday on Zoom from 6 to 7.30 p.m. The town hall comes as Montgomery County health officials request more monkeypox vaccines. And it will feature the acting Montgomery County health officer, the LGBTQ community liaison, and an infectious disease specialist. They'll provide an update on monkeypox in the county and share information on how to get vaccinated. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News.
0: If you like street festivals, have we got some great Sunday news for you. 18th Street Northwest shuts down between Calorama and Columbia Roads for the Adams Morgan Pedestrian Zone. It includes face painting, dance and exercise classes, and other entertainment. And the closure will be back on select Sundays this year. Also, we recently learned that the Taste of Bethesda will return on October 1st after a two-year pandemic hiatus. Bethesda Beat says 35 to 40 restaurants are set to take part. Also, for the first time, beer and wine will be offered at the event. John Aaron, WTOP News. A crash on I-95 in Virginia this week left a Stafford County first responder injured and a driver facing a laundry list of charges. A Stafford County fire truck with its overhead lights flashing was stopped while responding to an accident north of the Falmouth exit on 95 Northbound late Thursday night. The truck was rear-ended by another car. That crash left a firefighter hurt. The driver of the other car, 41-year-old Ricardo Rodriguez Montoya, was also hurt, as were three children in his car. Rodriguez was charged with several DUI counts as well as a count of not having the kids in proper car restraints. IT'S BACK TO SCHOOL THIS COMING WEEK FOR MANY NORTHERN VIRGINIA KIDS. THIS MEANS, AS A DRIVER, YOU NEED TO BE ON HIGH ALERT. THE ROADS WILL GET BUSIER WITH PARENTS TAKING KIDS TO SCHOOL AND THAT COULD ALSO LEAD TO SOME LONG DROP-OFF LINES AT YOUR NEIGHBORHOOD SCHOOL. STUDENTS WILL ALSO BE WALKING TO SCHOOL AND TO THE BUS STOPS, SO WATCH OUT FOR THEM AND WHEN BUSES GET THERE, MAKE SURE YOU STOP. WITH ALL THIS HAPPENING, YOU'RE REMINDED TO PAY CLOSE ATTENTION TO THE ROADS. SEVERAL POLICE DEPARTMENTS SAY THEY'LL BE OUT TO TICKET DRIVERS WHO DON'T PAY attention. They'll also be looking for people who pass stopped buses, which can land you a more than $200 fine, and also for pedestrians who are not following the rules and doing things like not crossing at crosswalks. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Just ahead this Sunday morning, after traffic and weather, a lawsuit against a popular grocery delivery app in D.C. is now over. I'm Luke Lukert. 107.
1: Here's a highlight from James Yeager, the Vice President of Public Sector and Healthcare at CrowdStrike, on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Carasoft.
0: In our estimation, Zero Trust is not really solving a technology problem. It's really aimed at solving a business problem and helps to ensure or preserve favorable or intended business outcomes rather than kind of technology use cases at the core.
1: Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network, search zero trust cyber exchange. Cyber adversaries are continuously challenging government agencies and their supply chain cyber defense capabilities. Advancing zero trust strategies is the fastest way to improve an agency's cyber resiliency. CrowdStrike is the market leader in cloud delivered protection of endpoints cloud